0: This is a Federal News Network podcast.
1: While the House talks continuing resolution, the Senate is making halting progress on a budget and appropriations for 2020. For what to expect this coming week, Bloomberg Government Editorial Director Lauren Duggan. And Lauren, let's start with the House. They're starting to think of what happens in a, just a couple of more weeks at the end of the fiscal, sounds like.
2: That's right. They're turning this week to a continuing resolution to keep the government operating past October 1st when the fiscal year starts. Um, There's been some back and forth on what's going to go in it, and it's not clear that what the House is passing this week will be the final word on the continuing resolution, or if when it hits the Senate, the Senate will want to make some changes. Obviously, we have divided control of Congress with Democrats in control of the House Republicans in control of the Senate, and some differing visions here on what the spending priority should be. And obviously, then at the other end of Pennsylvania Avenue, the president may have some things he wants in the CR. So um, they're starting a little early on this. Obviously, they could wait until the last minute to pass the CR in the House, but they're at least giving some time for back and forth between the House and the Senate to get that passed before the, not only the September 30th deadline, but a planned two-week break um, to accommodate some of the Jewish holidays and to get members back into their districts. So a couple of different deadlines forcing early action on this, but um, it's an important bill, needs to be passed to keep government operations going, especially given the state of the appropriations process with the longer-term
1: bills. As it now stands. Sure, and before we get to that, it sounds like in the House at least, and if they are working with the Senate on the CR, it sounds like everyone wants to make sure there's no shutdown even for just a couple days.
2: That's right, and they're also trying to make the CR as clean as possible. There will be some adjustments to the funding formula. Normally, a CR just picks up last year's legislative language and funding allocations and pulls it into the next year. But with some of the needs of the government, they have to tweak a few things. One of those is probably going to be the Census Bureau um, because the census is getting closer to having to do the 2020 count, and you need some more money to pull that off. So um, by keeping it clean, by trying to keep out any sort of riders or extensions that would um, alienate some portion of the Democratic or Republican caucus in either chamber. They're trying to get this thing onto law so that the government stays open while they continue to have this larger discussion about the appropriations bills.
1: And on the Senate side, of course, we know the House did pass most of its appropriations bills. Now the Senate is it, so to speak. And what's going on with on that front.
2: That's right. The House did pass 10 of the 12 appropriations bills that they need to do each year, although those bills were passed under a uh, funding allocation that predated the budget cap and spending cap deal that we got right before the August recess. So there do need to be some tweaks made to the bills that came out of the House to reflect that reality. But they have at least gone through some of the discussions about writers and legislative language. In the Senate last week, we saw action on two um, of the 12 bills in the Appropriations Committee. Now, they had hopes by the end of the week to have four through it, but they scrapped two of them after there were some discussions behind the scenes about some riders that Democrats wanted to add um, dealing with abortion policy. Um, So rather than push forward with those markups on Thursday of the Labor HHS and state foreign operations bills, they postponed those, but did end up approving The defense bill and the energy and water bills. Now, those are two pretty big bills, especially on the defense side of the ledger. Um, The defense bill covers most but not all of the Pentagon, and the energy and water bill has many of the nuclear security programs that are carried out at the energy department. So, two pretty big bills on the defense side of the ledger, but still 10 more to go through there. We'll probably see action on three or four this week um, in the full committee, maybe subcommittee markup preceding that in the appropriations panel. The big question still is, what do you do on the floor with these? Um, One of the original plans had four bills getting out of the appropriations committee and on the floor as soon as this week by canceling action on two of them. That's likely not gonna happen, but we're waiting to see what Chairman Richard Shelby and Majority Leader Mitch McConnell wanna do on the floor. Do they start with the two bills they have available Or do they wait and see what else the appropriators can get together and then start moving the packages of bills? What we'll likely see, as we did in the House, is not individual bills moving, but packages moving at a time, what they call minibus bills. Um, So we may see one of those start moving as soon as this week, although that could slip.
1: We're speaking with Bloomberg Government Editorial Director Lauren Duggan. I imagine a sticky wicket will be Homeland Security because there is all of the wall deal And all of the immigration and treatment and conditions of those coming across the border, it's all hard to sort out.
2: Absolutely. That bill is one of the two that the House didn't get to as it marched through 10 of the bills. Um, And it's one that could be hard to put together in the Senate and get something that gets 60 votes. Uh, All the issues you mentioned will come up. The border wall itself, how many beds to fund at Immigration and Customs Enforcement, whether there should be restrictions on the facilities that they're using to house individuals and families who are coming across the border. Even as the numbers have trickled down, we know that that's seasonal and there could be an uptake toward the end of the year as the weather gets a little cooler. So all of that is going to play into it. And also playing into it is the president's emergency declaration from earlier this year when, by declaring an emergency, he was able to move some funding around. There are people who want to use the next round of appropriations to restrict his ability to do that, and also to make up for some of the money that was taken from, whether it be a military construction project or something else, refill that and figure out, do they try to prevent the president from doing that in the future, or how can they try to restrict that? So um, the Homeland Security bill itself will be an interesting debate, and then some of these other bills are getting caught up in the wall debate where they normally wouldn't because of the fact that funding was taken from them in the last several months.
1: With respect to the military, there were a couple of hearings last week that went pretty well for Army Secretary and for Air Force Secretary, and none of this seemed to really affect that particular process. So those look like they're going to sail through.
2: Pretty much so. I mean, things do seem to happen on two fronts here. Some of the nominations and um, other things are moving pretty quickly and pretty fast through, um, through the Senate and The hearings have been going well, so you know that that's separate from the funding debate. Um, But the funding debate itself, once they get going, things can be pretty routine and quick too. So you know, things can seem pretty dim on one day, and then suddenly things brighten the next um, for progress on some of these issues.
1: And there's some other nominations that are going to come in too to the Senate this week.
2: That's right. Um, Off the floor, we're watching Eugene Scalia the son of the late Supreme Court Justice who has been nominated to be Labor Secretary. He's getting his hearing at the um, Health, Employment, Labor, and Pensions Committee. Um, That could be an interesting one to watch just because the Labor Department is involved in a lot of different policy areas and Republicans and Democrats may take a different view. Um, As we know, Democrats, even if they're united, stand very little chance of stopping any nominee right now because it only takes 50 votes or a majority, depending on how many are there. To to cut off debate and push those forward. So um, presuming he has a good hearing and he has sufficient Republican support, we'll likely see that nomination move in the next couple of weeks. Um, Also on the Senate floor, Mitch McConnell has scheduled votes on some additional nominations after working through several last week. Um, we'll see some Treasury Department officials possibly get votes this week and others as, you know, the schedule clears and allows them to happen. Um, and, you know, the nomination debate on the Senate floor also helps fill the time while they wait for a path forward on the appropriations bill.
1: Lauren Duggan is editorial director of Bloomberg Government. Thanks so much. Thank you. We'll post this interview with Federal dot com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One.